0: everybody welcome to tgif i'm your host of course claudia jordan and it's wednesday we are back with a great new show new episode i know y'all have been waiting for this uh we're here to spill the tea and break down some of the biggest headlines in the news and on social media so step back relax get you something to drink like i think two out of three of us has and uh get ready for our hot tea please welcome Fresh off the red carpet at the Golden Globes, Al Runners. What's up, Al? Ooh,
1: what's going on, Claudia? I still have that little high from the carpet, but are you drinking? Are you saying you're drinking?
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Me too. What you sipping on?
1: Just vodka. Straight Vodka, vodka. straight? Yeah, you know, I... You can't be the only one looking good out here in the streets in 2023 with your skinny looking self. <laughs> Claudia, I was on the carpet yesterday, and every woman in entertainment is skinny. I was like, dang, I gotta
0: lose some weight. It was when crazy. You're, when you're in LA, the pressure is definitely on to be thin. Yeah, Speaking of thin, sure. our most felt and thin and thin and slim <laughs> and snatch. who thinks he's the most subtle and youngest looking? That's debatable. Funky Don what's up, Kim?
2: Don't talk Oh. To me. oh. I can't. What's going
0: on, everybody? <laughs> oh,
2: got a, new, got, a song, got a new shirt. You got a new? Is that a new shirt? Cute? No. New, a, no, I shirt. wore this in New York. Remember when we were in New York? When, I, we, when, it, when it rained on us at Jennifer Hudson party. escape? Oh, you didn't go to? Well, I, I, I
0: had this song I was that at night. dinner, and then you came and you met dinner, us But
2: today. you saw me that night. I had this
0: song. Mm-hmm. That was so long. It feels like it was so long ago, doesn't it? Claudia, oh, mm-hmm. yeah. you
1: take your brain pills today.
0: No, I, my sleep <laughs> has been really bad lately. I got to admit so I, it's it's my sleep I, it's it's messed with my mental like it's definitely I I definitely have some sleeping issues. I don't know what the hell my problem is. I'm definitely up at all crazy hours watching sex and city marathons and then also you know murder mysteries like uh, women we like to watch like um snapped and forensic files and that's not a good thing to go to sleep to.
2: Mm-hmm. And now your mind bad. I
0: know it is. Oh. All right, let's, let's get into this. Our very own Al Reynolds caught up with some of your favorite celebrities on the red carpet of last night's Golden Globe Awards. Al, tell us about it. Did you get any tea? How was it? And was it exciting for you to do this?
1: Oh, my God, Claudia. It was magical. The love, the love, Claudia, that Foxo was shown by the black talent on that carpet at one of Hollywood's largest entertainment, film and television events was Unparalleled. When I tell you everybody talked about our show, everybody talked about, um, Fox Soul. It was just amazing. And this is the 80th Golden Globe, so it was huge. I was able to get to stop for Fox Soul and Claudia. You know how important this is. We got Childish Gambino, we got Letitia Wright, Viola Davis, Shirley Ralph, Nisi Nash, Jay Ellis, Tarzan Davis, Angela Bassett, Laverne Cox, Jennifer Hudson, Mo Better Plenty, Janelle, James William Davis. All of them stopped and I think it had a lot to do to their respect for us being black media. So I wanna give a shout out to James DeBose for allowing me to do the carpet. Also Brad Hart who stepped in and kind of saved the day to help me get some Fox Soul um, um, signage that I needed. And lastly but not least, I wanna thank Funky. Funky, thank you so much for encouraging me to step into this space and and, and do this because you saw something in me that I didn't even see in myself. I really appreciate it, brother. Everybody always asks me why I'm always giving him his flowers, But he's that type of guy when we have those late night conversations. So Funky, thank you so much. And for the tea. Okay, I want to stay positive, but okay, let me just stay positive. I I don't have any tea. The only thing that I think I was a little bit disappointed in was that there's still people that don't respect our black media. And so, people that look like us still kind of pass us who by. Walk, who walked past? So I can <laughs> like names. Who, who walk past? Listen, I'm not going to call any names because it was such an amazing mm. night, and so many people of color got so many accolades that we deserve and have been waiting decades to get. But I will say, it's the very ones that you would least expect, and probably of one of the largest franchise and one of their members won an award last night. So. I, I'll
2: give you that.
0: I think it's important to call them up because we are black media and we sit there and complain about what mainstream media does to us. And then you have black media right there. You position yourself on the carpet to be, you know, accessible so, so they can come and tell their stories and right. get their sign. And for them to ignore. There's not a lot of black media at those events. I've done them.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you know all about this, Claudia. And it's sad. Let me tell you the sad part. Was I, don't a hint. Know, I don't. OK, so the hint is. He's a direct. Well, he was a director of one of the biggest films of the year that was being honored. And one of his castmates won. Female castmates that won. Oh, I got it. I know it. (laughs) <laughs> so anyway, Clark, this is the funny part. We were positioned, I don't know if James did this, I don't know who got us this spot on the carpet, but we were positioned right as all the actors go in to do the main photography back uh, step and repeat. So you know how that backs up? So while it was backing up, we were able to kind of wrangle a few and yeah. So you really got to see a lot of people's true, true, true colors, but it was still an incredible event and what an amazing night.
0: All right. Well, congratulations. And thank you for doing that for us and bringing us some tea. We figured out who it is, but we ain't going to put him on blast just yet. Maybe Funky might. All right, y'all, let's get into the show. Eddie Murphy received the uh, Cecil B. DeMille Award at last night's Golden Globe Awards and shared his definitive blueprint for up and coming dreamers to follow to achieve success, prosperity, longevity, and peace of mind. Murphy said the blueprint is pay your taxes mind your business and keep will smith's wife's name out here for eddie's blueprint Q, let's start with you
2: i think it was funny i think it was hilarious i think um you know we all want this slap thing to die down but i'll take a little slap jab from uh, uh um, eddie murphy um and he probably but you know what since he wanted to get in other people's business, he probably should have said and stay away from street walking transsexuals as well. Because Ooh. that's, I oh, know, that's you know where what? he got caught up at mm-hmm. um, in LA. Eddie, <laughs> since you want to run out there and, and jab at other people's business, that's the fourth thing for longevity. Stay away from street walking transsexuals. Not to be confused with stay away from transsexuals, but just stay away from the street walking ones. Um, um, Funky,
0: he was being a good Samaritan and that lady needed a ride home and she fell off that building. What are you talking about? What
2: built it? What happened? Eiffel Tower.
1: Oh. Oh, we messy today.
0: Al, what do you think about this?
1: Listen, I I was able to sit in the acceptance room. So whenever one of the the recipients won the award, they came to the media room. Claudia, you know how this works. And, and, And Eddie was just of such, such. Poised last night in such such confidence, watching a guy that's been in the industry for forty six years, I thought, and everyone in the media room was asking him what his thoughts were about the about the slap. I thought this was brilliant the way he added his comedic timing with his ability to, to be an actor to address it without really having to put his opinion to it. I thought it was cool, and I thought it was safe, and I enjoyed him last night. Shout out to Eddie Murphy.
0: Now, there's no question, Eddie Murphy is in like five of my top ten movies. Like he is such a talented guy. And again, talented in his media response, like his training. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean, like, make you kind of funny, take the moment away from him. And I, I think that was, like, massively done to say that.
1: But what's your favorite Eddie Murphy um, movie? Because that was one of my questions on the, on the carpet for a lot of the stars. What do you guys think he, they said?
0: Uh, Boomerang to Coming to America. America.
1: Harlem Nights. Oh, yeah, that's that. My favorite Eddie Murphy movie, Harlem uh, Nights.
0: <laughs> Trading Places.
1: Uh, Trading Places. And, and so what was good? The, yeah, yeah, that was. Uh, but Harlem Knights was unanimous, kind of like the one that everybody kind of leaned on, even um, the young
0: people. I'm coming to America and and Boomerang all day. but they're all good. He's super good.
2: Eddie's a really good actor, and I, believe it or not, I actually like Eddie better when he's acting in non-comedic roles, like when he's playing in a drama role or whatever. I think it it really highlights his his acting chops. Oh, in Life, Life, love life that movie. Was like,
0: man, a lot of quotables. All right, y'all, moving on from one great to the next. Mariah Carey is fighting for primary custody of her twins with Nick Cannon. The former couple currently share joint custody of their twins, but there are reports that Cannon rarely sees his twins because of his busy schedule and all the mother kids he got. Are y'all surprised by the news? Al, what you think about this? Listen,
1: no, we're not surprised about the news, but I am very surprised that Mariah Carey made it this public. That was very interesting because we don't usually see Mariah Carey get this messy like this. I'm fi- My feeling, though, is that there's a, there's a part of her that's disappointed um, and ashamed, not only for her situation but also for her kids because, look, her dad is now the father of ten other kids with five women. And I kind of feel like that that doesn't feel right, settled right for someone who's of a narcotic status like hers, also she gave us the warning. She gave us the warning three weeks ago. She said, "Hey." She put it out in the media. She floated that 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 balloon out in the media. She said, "Hey, he doesn't have enough time for my kids." And how brilliant was it for her counsel, who's her lawyers and her team, to go in
2: and get custody of those kids? All right, Q. What do you think? So you know, I'm obviously I'm not a parent. I don't have children, and I made a face uh, Instagram post the other day that said. um, If he's not spending any time with the kids, then it sounds to me like you already have primary custody. And I asked my fans, you know, would y'all go back to court or not? And as I read through the comments, a lot of the people educated me about the whole custody situation and saying that, you know, she's got to, I guess, ideally get full custody that way. Nick doesn't necessarily have to be part of decision making when it comes to medical education, where they live, so on and so forth. Um, Granted, I don't know the inner workings of these people's relationships, but it gives me very much if Mariah wants to move, Nick ain't gonna veto it. It gives me very much if Mariah wants to send the kids to this pediatrician that Nick ain't gonna bother her. It gives me if Mariah wants to send the kids to this school, Nick probably is too busy to even care. So for me, I was just like, yeah, is it even really necessary for them to go to court? You know what I'm saying? When she's probably doing all the primary parenting. But as I saw from the parents and the thing, they were saying absolutely get it on paper. So, you know, I guess Mariah is doing what she's got to do. I just hope that um, in her disappointment for Nick, that she doesn't learn. She doesn't use her status if she does get full custody as leverage uh, to keep the kids from him more anything of that
0: nature mm-hmm. i i think that this is probably an attempt to gain a little control of the situation because after he left well he was no longer with her he just went buck wild in the last few years with all these kids and she's probably a bit embarrassed this is my opinion probably a bit embarrassed and wants to put a little space like in between our kids and the rest of them uh that's it's, i would be embarrassed if i had two kids with someone and then he went and had like 10 more eight more i'd be like damn you know and the kids they they are definitely seeing a decline in the time you know you went from having all the time to one eleventh of the time and and again I have friends that are in in horrible difficult custody battles with their uh kids father or just you know like you said when it comes to the decisions about the schools and going out of town you have to clear it with someone that doesn't probably have time to get back to you because he's got so many his his hand in you know the mix with a lot of other kids
2: you know, um, I want to ask our soulmates a question. If y'all were Mariah and the first two kids were yours, would you want your kids to be in the mix with their siblings? I'm going to be very honest and just speak from the heart. I wouldn't want my kids riding up with them other kids. <laughs> I, I, I just wouldn't. wouldn't. They're I, his I, brothers and I, sisters. I would look at those kids as circus kids. And wow. I just don't want my children part of that circus. Like because it, it just, and, and I'm I'm being honest. It sounds ugly, but I'm being very honest. I would not want my kids. And then two, psychologically, I'm just curious to know from a child psychologist what it does to Mariah's two kids that they've got the word brother and sister floating around with all these other kids spread around. Like, what does that do to them? Um, You know,
0: when I was growing up, I thought I was the oldest of my brother and i you know, my mom and dad were married. Um, You know, that's all I knew. And then the older I got, we found out we had a half brother in Italy. Then I found that my father got remarried and had a younger sister, so I have a half sister. And then he was like, seemed to be a great dad to her. And I was like, damn, I wanted some of that. Then um, I found out there's rumors and this is a family secret and hopefully the soulmates can help me. I heard I I heard I have another sister named Melissa in Rhode Island that was a pre-med student. looks just like me. I've never met her. She doesn't even know she's my sister. So if anyone knows who Melissa Machado is in Rhode Island, I'm putting it out there right now. Can y'all help me find her? Wow,
1: Claudia, that was vulnerable. That was some good tea. I
0: want to I want to meet my sister and I'm I'm about to be 50. She's probably about to be 56 around that age and we've never met. And I think she's a
1: doctor now. Well, I think it's Maybe. trifling
0: that uh, you have siblings that you might that that are in the same state or same city and you don't know them. And I'd like to meet her. And I think it does do something to you because you think it's just us. And then there's other ones. And it's mm-hmm. like, damn, I really didn't get to meet, the, know these people. And this mm-hmm. is my family. I am. I have a very small family, mm-hmm. a very small family to me. That's why Christmas like, really, honestly, you guys be really low key sad for me because like, I don't have a big family. It's like not that many of us. And then know there's people out there that could probably add a little song to my life. It would be nice to know them.
2: Now, you know what, buddy? I'm just sitting here mm-hmm. thinking. Now, ain't no telling what life Miss Melissa done built for herself, what she done told her <laughs> friends and her social circle. And you don't just blew up this lady life all over damn TV. This lady might have went and told her parents that she was related to royalty and her father was this, that, and the third. And now you don't just blew up this lady whole damn life. I, heard I, got, a know- feeling, I got a feeling that you're going to know Melissa by the end of the week.
0: I heard she don't even know that that's her daddy. So that was big T. Wow.
2: That's, yeah. a tea, right? that's
1: a good T, right? That's some good family. And, and I
0: want to know if it's true. I want to know if the rumors, the whispers of my family are true. You know what? He's going to be mad if he sees this, but I'm mad that I have a sister that I never met. So there's that. And yes, I do need therapy. Okay, gal. Moving <laughs> on. Do we have time for this next story? I think. Uh, yeah. I think Usually we don't. Okay. All right. The the sister of late rapper Big Scar, who was signed to Gucci Mane's label before passing away in December, is calling out Gucci for allegedly not doing his part in helping to pay for Big Scar's funeral. However, Gucci Mane's wife, Akeisha Kiara, posted receipts that show Gucci paid $10,000 directly to the funeral home. But apparently, Big Scar's sister doesn't think $10,000 is enough money. Take a look at why she feels this way. Gucci ain't here.
2: I no receipts with no ten thousand. dollars they don't. They want to know. My brother, friend, was sixty k in all, bitch, ten k. All right.
0: Do you think she's being uh, ungrateful? Also, there was also a receipt shown that uh, he mm-hmm. also provided a bunch of flowers for, for this man. Um, whoever wants to go first on this?
2: Um, I think she's utterly disgusting. Like Ooh. when I when I watched the whole video of her i think she is disgusting um she's trying to it, it, it's like clout chasing off your brother first of all it's the i think what's the most disgusting is the entitlement how is it somebody else's fault that your brother or your family ain't have they they life insurance affairs in order number one number two you talking about that 10 ain't nothing that 10 ain't nothing gucci ain't do nothing. Ten. do damn funeral. Talking about the 10 was just for the flowers. Flowers die in four days. Why are you spending $60,000 on on flowers? Then she said she got to get a casket. My brother getting cremated and we putting him in a museum so nobody won't step on his grave. She meant a mausoleum. But which one is you doing? Because do she know when you get cremated, you go into an urn and not a casket? Do she even know what cremated mean? And last I checked, people get cremated. They don't, to my knowledge, put them in the mausoleum. But nevertheless, I think it was disgusting. I think it was nasty. She ought to be ashamed of herself. And I think it's worth mentioning that the young man's father took to social media with a completely different message and a completely different tone. The father was very humble. He was saying, thank you. Uh, that his thought, that the, the thoughts of the, those siblings that expressed that are not the thoughts of the family. And he was very thankful for the donation that Gucci and Keisha made.
0: Oh, wow. That, that, mm.
1: go ahead, Al so much unpack here q you know the girlfriend of big scar resonates the same thing that you said she said that the family was taking advantage of her boyfriend's death like she she mentioned that she that there was a music video that was produced by his brother that was there that she was embarrassed of she was also embarrassed about how they were wearing his jewelry and flaunting it around at the funeral i think this is first of all let me step let me go back first condolences to big scar and his family i mean first of all for the death of such a talented young man you guys remember this guy had 327 million viewers on youtube he had one 1.3 1. 3 million listeners on spotify he was on the come up he was set to perform at Ro- um, rolling loud and other huge concerts coming up so i just want to say condolences to that but to your point q you're right and gucci man's uh like claudia said gucci Man's um, wife also showed another receipt where she paid $10,000 for funeral services and $10,000 for flowers. And that to me is more than enough to take care of somebody who he considered family and making famous and huge in the rap game.
0: Once again, people get your life in order while you're living, because it shouldn't even be other people that are taking care of you. You're supposed to be taking care of your own expenses. That's not something you should leave to your peoples. Like we all need to be having insurance, this kind of stuff. And this is disgusting how they're on social media complaining about people that gave you 10 or $20,000 towards the <laughs> funeral. You know, first of all, cremation costs about $5,000, $3,500 in some cities. Mm-hmm. Okay, it's not that much money. Do you want to profit from this death or do you want this funeral you know, to be taken care of? Because mm-hmm. there, is, there is a difference. And we are in this society now where everyone, people die and folks want to run and start a GoFundMe and run that money up and then profit off the death of their loved ones. The money, I get it, is going to make you feel good, but it's not going to replace that person. And to go out there and try to humiliate someone that was generous enough to kind of donate something is uh, is so ghetto, so classless, and so freaking tacky. Mm -hmm. I wish someone would come for me after I gave them $10,000 towards their funeral.
2: And in all actuality, she probably assumed that giving the $20,000 total would have been enough to cover the services. Who has a $60,000
1: funeral? Why would you have a $60,000 funeral when you can't afford for a funeral at all?
2: That part. And I'm sitting here trying to figure out what makes a funeral 60, because I buried both of my parents. And I didn't handle my dad's. I handled my mom's exclusively. And we was able to get her in the ground for under $10. And that came with two police escorts, 50 programs, a casket. I am a property owner. I own the deed to the lot where she's buried or whatever. And I had to go back later. Did you say $10? $10.
1: $10. You meant $10,000. I mean $10,000. I, I was able to do it for under <laughs> I was going to let it go. Like, oh, that. You I was going to let Ten dollars. <laughs> uh,
0: so, I, maybe she wanted the money given, given instead of it paid. You know, when someone uh, pays, like you know, people ask for money and it gets. Maybe she wanted the cash. Maybe they wanted the cashing. I don't know.
1: I want to also because you know Gucci man and his wife be stutting on the gram now and in real life all that millions and thousands. But you can't be you can't be watching anybody else's wallet and telling them how much they can be nice.
2: And you folding boxes at the UPS store. Girl, get off my line. But that's the problem. Option.
0: Everybody <laughs> being everybody else's pockets, and they think, well, you have this, so you should so have given me this. you should have done that, no, yeah. You no, know, we should all have insurance. Matter of fact, I'm going to get my barrier insurance tomorrow so, that I can, so I can talk trash properly. All right, yeah. y'all, over 4,000 people in the chat. So many, thank you so much for the love. We'll be right back with more right after the break. Welcome back to TGIF. Shout out to the soulmate detectives. I think one of y'all found my sister in Rhode Island. I'm, I'm not gonna say the city, but y'all send me that information and I'm a I'm a ooh, the family reunion gonna be lit this year, y'all. Y'all gotta come to this one. Mm. <laughs> All right, y'all. Thank you so much. Send me that information. And I definitely will follow up on it. All right, Democrat uh, Eric Russell made history as he was sworn in as Connecticut's state treasurer, making him the first black member of the LBGTQ plus community to win a statewide election in. The United States, now people on social media celebrated Russell for his success, but they also expressed disappointment after discovering that he is married to a white man. Someone posted, man, I swear white dudes are getting all the good bleep men. We need to hold an emergency town hall or something. Another person wrote, all these first black men and women all have white partners, from the White House to the Supreme Court to local legislators. I want to know what are your thoughts and is there any is there anything to the mindset that some successful black gay men attract are attracted to white men Q let's start with you what do you think about this set it out um are you attracted to white men
2: he's a white lady um, (laughs) yeah I mean whatever you know It, it's you know, we don't really have enough time to really unpack this whole issue on the show. I'm just going to say this in short. Why do we do that? You know what I'm saying? Like if this man would have been a postal worker and and or whatever, we wouldn't have gave two hells that he was married to a wife. And first of all, we didn't even know who this man was until a few days ago. At least I, I didn't know who, who, who he was until tonight to be ready stories. We wouldn't have cared. And then the minute they come into a little level of something, and then they, we find out they have a white partner, we get all up in arms. I just think the black community, we we, we really need to spend some time and sit down and really unpack um, why we do that. Because on, on one token, we can't be pushing for equality and be treated equal. And, and this whole narrative about, you know, we're all the same. And then on the next token, we want to slight people when they get with a white partner. I mean, I don't know. Um, Yeah.
1: Well, Q, I'm not as mature as you. I don't like it. I don't like it. If we're going to keep our foot on the necks on these African-American athletes in football and basketball for dating white women, then we need to keep our necks on these successful, multimillionaire, wealthy, black entertainers and lbgtq community havers that have white significant others don lemon billy porter lee daniels his spanish karamo brown R- ryan russell sean t mike sam w- wwe wrestler darren young RuPaul, paul todrick hall coleman domingo come on now you mean to tell me of all the people that you have to choose from that <clears> look <throat> like you and i that you can't find one of us today
2: well, I told, I, have you a problem what, I told you there was a lot for us to unpack and we don't have the time here to unpack it. But there's, you know, I wish we had a longer show where we can get into the reasons why sometimes, particularly in our community, people go that way. Right. Let, well, let, 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 let's not. You know, if we going not have a damn conversation. Let's have it. Let, let's not pretend like Negroes in certain spaces be damn popping. You know what I'm saying? It's like it, 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 it ain't an overabundance of highly successful and qualified uh, Black men. Women, y'all are experiencing that You, you are, you are you
1: are qualified. You are qualified, Funky. Look at the people that I just mentioned, and look at their significant others. Google it online and tell me you don't stand toe-to-toe, 10 toes down with anybody that any yeah, of them I mean, are with. I don't
2: come across some people purview, and I don't stay around the people, and I might not be the people type. I mean,
0: what he's saying is they ain't at the bar with the Hanukkahs right. <laughs> like They don't be in his social circle. I'm going to say this. It's really none of our business. Like they can be with who they want to be with. If you love, my whole thing has always been the motive. Yes, there was definitely disproportionate numbers of successful black women and successful black men. And uh, and a lot of our brothers, listen, we, we got a ways to go with some of us. We making strides. We definitely are. And there's a lot of us to be proud of. And I do know it's hard to find a mate on your level. That is definitely hard for all of us. If your motive is, um, I don't like black people, so I'm going with white because white is better, then I can't rock with you. And that's a negative. And I don't want to hear nothing Mm -hmm. about you talking about being pro-black. That is one thing. Mm -hmm. If you happen to fall in love with someone that's in your social circle, because if you're an overachiever, most likely you spend a lot of your time in your career, at work, and social events around your job. So you're going to be around people that are in your social circle. So that's who you have to choose from. I get I get that. If you're avoiding your own to 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 leapfrog over them to get to the white people, I can't no rock with you.
1: I, See, I, I, this if, is an issue with me though. If if it's a trend, then I'm concerned. If 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 you have 30 super successful white, I mean, black gay men and 20 of them are dating <laughs> white men, That, 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 there's a problem there. You can't tell me that there aren't qualified, successful black men that would love to be with Lee Daniels.
2: Well, one of the most successful directors in the business. I'm pretty sure, also, Al, I mean, these relationships stick out because obviously their partners stick out like a sore thumb. But just like the whole myth of successful black women, I mean, successful black men go out and get white women. No, uh, uh, um, Overwhelmingly successful black men are married to black women. And it's I think over the 70%. Same, yeah, the, the same holds true in our community. I think these just stick out for whatever reason. But I'm sure you could run down the list of, first of all, everybody in our community is not even out number one. You know what I'm saying? But if everybody, all things constant, came out of the closet, you would probably find that the successful black gay people probably do have. Black partners.
1: OK, I can I can I can say, OK, so name three that, you know, that are successful and out like these guys that I named. I, I, I don't
2: know, because everybody I think with, I think this is so nuanced. I think in this situation, the first thing we have to address is being out like everybody is not out. And let's not pretend like in these high level spaces, especially in the business space, that they're allowed to be out.
0: I I'll speak on and I, I of course I'm not gay so I'm not speaking for the black community but I'll just speak about the in the heterosexual community okay uh we don't really hear about Morris chestnut and his beautiful wife we don't really hear about sam jackson and his wife but she's a black woman we don't really hear about successful black marriages with black um, like two black a couple of uh, members because it's not controversial but when it's white folks it does stick out and it does make it, it make us feel like it's everybody but it's really not but I like I said it's the motive if you're like I don't rock with N-words and white is right. Because let me tell you something. One time I went to the uh, ESPN, had a party at the Playboy Mansion with all these young hot football players and athletes. I was walking around. I think I told the story before and I overheard so many brothers say, I'm so glad there's no black girls here. Mm. And I was like, can't rock with y'all. But if you happen to fall in love with someone that happens to be white and you didn't seek that because you think it's better, that's a difference. Don't you think?
1: Well, I feel like this and I'm gonna leave it right here. (laughs) We have uh, how many black billionaires, three, Mm -hmm. and not a single one of them are married to a black female.
0: Jay-Z, does he count?
1: Is he a billionaire? Is Is he registered as a billionaire? I was thinking maybe on the business
0: side. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I know some. Uh, my friend Samad, he's a very wealthy Nigerian man, and he's a billionaire. He has like I think about five of them things, and he has a black wife. I, that I'm saying it doesn't get the coverage. You know what I mean? It right. just doesn't. But if he mm-hmm. was a white woman, we'd be like, all the billionaires got white women. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you you know, listen, it does happen for sure. And I would, I, I'm with you, Al. I love to see. I would love to see like when I look up someone and be like. Damn Annie got a beautiful like as a that black nuclear yeah, family I think yeah. that's beautiful to see I feel your pain on that I do
1: it's almost but, like when Issa Rae was asked who she voted for and she said all black. <laughs> That's right. kind of how I feel. But, and I know, know it doesn't again, make sense, but it's like when I see successful gay black men, I just I just want them to be successful with another gay black person. That's it. I said I, I wasn't said, mature.
2: This conversation <laughs> is so nuanced because let's not pretend Al, like half those names you call are people who are white adjacent. Padre Hall, white adjacent. RuPaul, white adjacent. RuPaul is not finna be with a collard green cornbread, bread, Kool-Aid drinking Negro. You know what I'm saying? He occupies white spaces. You know what I'm saying? So, that's another part of it, too. And Rihanna
0: got a black man. They marry you, but she got a black man. Another Uh, billionaire. Hey, speaking of two black, successful gay men, funky you had a back and forth combo on Instagram with Monique from Love After Lockup. And then we it got real crazy with you and Rolling Ray. And we have to get into this whole story. You posted a still. Yeah. Huh? Go ahead. You, you posted a still from the show and, and wrote, She can't possibly believe he wants her. And if y'all want, we can go around and around to unpack that, or y'all can accept it and move on. Now Monique saw Funky's response and clap back with, Now, this is what I don't like. When these men be in females business, don't worry about who want me. You a whole man trying to bully and fat shame a woman because who want you? Because I'm sure you ain't getting chose out here. I mean, look at you now, funky. You responded with, I'm not going to argue with her, nor her seatbelt extender. (laughs) Now, Roland Ray decided to add his two cents to the discussion. And he wrote funky's dead wrong. I don't know what community that he's in. Most tops wouldn't want him nor be in an open relationship with him. Roland Ray added, let this woman be happy in her truth with her dude. Funky, I gotta ask you, what's going on between you and Monique and is there anything you want to say to Roland Ray?
2: So, you know, so funny. The people on Twitter were telling me that Roland Ray had said something. Um, that's actually the first time that I um, heard it? even heard or saw what, what Roland Ray had said. And to be quite honest, I don't have anything in response to say to Roland Ray because... It, it's nothing right. nothing it, it beca- because th- there's no way for it to just not get oh, vulgar yeah. and be about him in the wheel it's, it, it's just it's such it, it'd be intellectually lazy of me okay. to try to read the likes of rolling Ray. you unlock in your you um it just it's I, I mean i i i wish anything that came out of rolling ray's mouth would move me to chorus i mean it's right um as far as this, this lady is concerned, listen, you know, I've been seeing all the clips on social media, you know, how she buying him Gucci, how he got out the car, and didn't introduce her to his friends how she putting cameras in his mama house because he, you know, trying to be controlling, how he ran up the tab for $500 of food at the situation, coupled with her physical aesthetic. You know, I'm not, I'm not going to beat around the bush and I'm not going to be browbeaten into acquiescing into the, 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 the delusions that y'all are trying to feed. And y'all are not going to sit up here and tell me that that boy wants that damn girl. He is a prison jailbird who found a meal ticket. Now, listen, you know, here's the thing. She's she's buying him all the things that she's buying him and peddling through prison pen pal books. Why? Because on the open market, she is found to be more on the undesirable end of things. And that's not shade. It just is what it is. In this life, we all have leagues. okay? and I'm not sitting up here pretending like I'm the finest damn thing on the damn planet. I know what league I play in. All things constant. That boy would not walk up and down the mall. And if you saw her walking past, look at her ass twice. Okay, and that's not saying that big women can't get boyfriends. That's not saying that big women are, are not worthy of love because they are. And there is a lid for every pot. But it is beyond obvious based on their interactions that that boy is not interested in that girl. And she knows it as well. That's why she has to pay for his love. She's over there paying for conversation.
0: What do you say to people that say, oh, funky, you're coming for black women? Are you always coming care. for black I
2: don't care. Kiss women. my ass. Kiss my ass. <laughs> Kiss my really, ass. Really the, the narrative care? is always I'm coming for black women. What people fail to re- realize is that reality TV is solely black women. The, 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 the urban shows. Male, Carlos King said it a long time ago. Male TV is boring. You see what I'm saying? So it's this narrative, I'm coming for black women. No, y'all want me to review the shows and talk about the shows, but the shows are comprised of who? Mm-hmm. Wasn't give, there a part- me some, give me some reality shows chock full of dudes. I'll be glad to talk about
0: them. Wasn't there a part in the show where the, the he ordered a bunch of food and the dinner came like $506 and he didn't yeah. try to...
2: She paid it, you know? And, you know, let, let's face it. WeTV knew what they were doing. Like, Mama, you getting mad at the public for expressing opinions. You ran to be on TV with this ludicrous-ass relationship. And WeTV is definitely playing up the juxtaposition between their two sizes. Okay, we TV is going out of their way to make a fool out of her and her appearance. Mm-hmm. Come on, you opened yourself up to this scrutiny.
0: All right, well, thank you for that. Ali, have anything to add to that before we get a break?
2: <laughs>
1: no, I think he wrapped it all in a nice bow.
0: Okay, all right, we're gonna take a quick commercial break. We'll be back with more TGIF after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Once again, shout out to all the people in the chat, keeping it live and popping up in there. All right, let me get to this. Uh, Charging higher interest rates is how banks make more money and they take a lot more money, uh, a lot more of your hard-earned money if your credit score is just okay, but not great. Now, ScoreMaster, the new science in accelerating credit scores puts you in control of your money, not the bank. Now, say your credit score is 700. And you're borrowing 500 grand to refinance your home. Well, starting at Scoremaster could save you over 75 grand over the life of the loan. And that your 75 grand is your money, not the bank's. Now, that's the genius behind the Scoremaster three week rule, especially now with soaring interest rates. No matter your credit score, before you apply for any loan, auto lease, or credit, so start at score master. It only takes a minute to get started and you could add 60 to 100 points in about three weeks. Now, listen, uh, life has enough re- regrets and struggles. Don't add paying higher interest rates to the list. Visit scoremaster.com slash T for your special seven-day trial. Again, that's scoremaster.com for your seven-day trial. Again, I am a customer. I get my alerts, and I've been able to stay on top of things before they get to the point where my credit is affected. And I'm looking at close to 800, so it's looking real good. Again, your special seven-day trial is waiting at scoremaster.com slash T. All right, y'all. Go ahead and check them out. All right, y'all. Let's get right back into it. The, listen, there's a story over the, the, uh, the weekend weekend. Actually, this week that was absolutely disgusting. It was terrible. I don't know if y'all saw this uh this dude that was uh spraying on a white woman. I mean a homeless woman, I'm sorry. Now um it was absolutely disgusting. Let me get to this real quick. Um, okay. So uh it was up in San Francisco, and there was a man that was seen trying to get a homeless lady to get off his property, and he pulled out a hose to spray her down. Um he admitted his actions and said, I totally understand what an awful thing that is to do. But I also understand what an awful thing it is to live, leave her on the streets. He felt like he was helping her. What are your thoughts on this horrific situation? What do you think about? Did y'all see the video, first of all?
2: Yeah. All
0: right. You know what? Let's show the video. We have it. Let's take a look.
1: All right, Claudia, I'm gonna jump right in here on this. So, you know, it appears that it was a black female. Mm-hmm. Um, this was disgusting. I was appalled. I was downright enraged because the first thing that this reminded me of is those white men that sprayed those um, black people that were at the March on Birmingham in 1963, right? The, the 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 inhumaneness about this, this attack on this homeless person who can't even defend herself. And not only is she homeless, but they said that there was a mental issue associated with her. On top of that, this didn't even happen in front of his store. This happened in front of someone else's store. Now, he is even familiar with her. So, the gall of him to feel like he has the right to spray her and treat her as bad as those racist white supremacists did us on the march on, Aber- on um, Birmingham is beyond disgusting. Now, this is what I'm going to need. Now, the mayor of San Francisco is black, and her name is London Breed. Miss Breed, I need for you to make sure that this white Uh, business owner is prosecuted at the highest level because there's no way anybody would treat a black mental homeless woman like that in my city. It's unacceptable and I can't wait to see the answers that this community is going to provide for this woman.
0: Now he claims there were repeated attempts to help the women women over the past couple weeks and that nearby business owners were complaining that she's blocking the entryways. And listen, there's no doubt that there's a huge homeless problem in not only California, but in the entire country. But to spray someone down who's at the lowest point in their life that it's cold right now in California, San Francisco is cold, and then put her at greater risk of, of, of being cold frostbitten. us, you, you know what I mean? Like how humiliating. Q, what do you think about this?
2: You know, I think it's horrible, right? You know, it, 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 it's, it goes without saying what he did was completely inhumane. Um, you know, I read the article and I read some of his frustrations and some of the other business owners' frustrations which was, you know, homeless people in general leaving messes in front of their stores, you know, hampering the right of way, keeping people from being able to come into their business peaceably. And I can completely understand somebody's frustration with homelessness, period, in front of their business. But we, as a society, we have this thing where we tend to treat and over we, we tend to overlook homeless people, treat them as if they don't exist, treat them as if they're subhuman, and I think that we all need to take a moment and reevaluate, you know, um, our approach to homelessness. I'm here to tell people that people are not homeless by choice. Think about your own situation right now. If you got put out of your house today or tomorrow, there would be 13 sofas you could go sleep on. When you get to the point where you are sleeping on the street with the sign smelling like pee and begging for food and eating out of the garbage, nine times out of 10, it is mental illness. We have this fallacy oftentimes that everybody that's homeless, they're on drugs and they need to get a job. That is not true. Oftentimes people with mental illness, particularly schizophrenia, they get on drugs to quell the voices. How do I know these things? Because my brother almost became one of those people and he is schizophrenic. It never got to the drug point, but my brother, when I saw my brother walking up and down the street in 100 degree weather and army fatigues with no shoes on, mumbling and bumbling to himself, it made me reevaluate how I view. Homeless people, and so it really is the homelessness isn't the issue; it's mental health. And I hope, to Al's point, that the mayor can provide some type of services for this lady.
1: Also, the issue here is that's assault. I don't, I don't care if she was homeless or not. You don't have the ability or the right to spray me down like I'm an insect or trash to get rid of me or make me move.
0: But that Hell just shows no. you how, how unsympathetic a lot of people are. They they look at them as disposable humans, that they don't matter because they don't have money. And that's a huge problem in our country, in our society, actually in the world right now. And it's so sad. Imagine being at rock bottom. And then on top of all your other issues, you get sprayed in, in the face with by, with a hose. All and right, where's she
1: going to go to dry her clothes?
0: Outside. It's going to take forever being cold like that. All right. All right. Quick commercial break, you guys. We'll be back with more after this. welcome back to tgif uh ladies and gentlemen we have some very sad news to report 51 year old lynette diamond hardaway from the pro-trump duo diamond and silk has passed away and because diamond and silk gained national attention for their staunch support of former president donald trump people on social media were not too sympathetic about diamond's death someone wrote ancestors about to greet her at the gates with a switch another person posted i guess he lost the vote huh Damn. Do you think people are on the line for poking fun at Diamond Zeph because of her political stance? Al? Mm,
1: I don't like, I don't like, I don't I didn't like her politics, but I don't like the fact that people are making mockery of it. So
0: mm-hmm. yeah. Okay, that's it. Okay. Q.
2: You know, this is hard for me because the 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 human, mature, responsible part of me is like someone died right and it, it's never good when someone dies um the honest day-to-day part of me just doesn't give a damn but i really don't give a damn um because of her politics and because of her cooning um you weren't for the people you didn't help me and i just find it so ironic and some would say poetic justice that you died of covid um, one of the things that your savior and your prince and the and, and the the person who you kissed the ring to um, said was a hoax, and 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 had people started this politic politic po- politicized wearing masks and all this type of stuff. I just find it so odd that you died of COVID. But I'm going to be very honest with you, based on the negative emotions that she made me experience, I really don't get the damn that she died.
0: You know, I'm not of the school, and people can be mad at me if they want to, but. So someone can behave a certain way their whole life, right, and be horrible. Actually, you they could make an argument for them being responsible for some other deaths because there's a lot of people that were Trump followers that were just not taking COVID seriously that later on passed on. Herman Cain was one of them, right? Mm-hmm. And and just not taking it seriously, kind of mocking it, making fun of it. And then to succumb to that, when you have a huge platform like that, I just wonder the damage that, that she may have done with these staunch followers, You know, and I don't think because someone passes away, we supposed to get amnesia and act like what they did when they were living is wiped clean. I I don't agree with that. And maybe that's wrong. I don't know. But that's how I feel. If someone in life was trifling, I'm not going to pretend they weren't because they passed away. I won't dance on their grave, but I'm not going to pretend and act like, oh, eh," because people are so fake when people die. Mm -hmm. people you don't like you don't rock with all of a sudden it's thoughts and prayers oh they weren't so bad but when they were alive you didn't have nothing for them Mm -hmm. i didn't like their politics either and i thought they were complete embarrassments as far as politically i don't know what kind of person she was in a real life to her people and she was a good mom and friend she may very well have been and for that i'll be sad for that but i'm not going to sit there and pretend that she was a better person than she was because she passed away Mm -hmm. and i'm not going to celebrate either I think that's fair. All right, y'all, last break, and we'll be right back with more after this. Welcome back to TGIF. Okay, y'all, in honor of our fashionable peers who hit the red carpet at last night's Golden Globe Awards, let's play a game of hit or miss to find out which celebs understood the assignment are y'all ready to play hit or miss?
2: let's do it let's do it
0: <laughs> okay first up is miss angela bassett was she a hit or a miss
2: a hit a hit angela always serves the body is good she always dresses classy age-appropriate I love the hair. It looked like she's paying homage to old Hollywood. It's giving me very Marilyn Monroe back in the day. I loved it.
0: Okay, Al?
1: I agree. That was definitely a hit. And You guys saw from my Instagram, I stole a hug from that beautiful woman. What a night she had.
2: She looked like she smelled good. Did she smell oh, good? Oh, she definitely. You know how some people good. just look like they inherently smell good? Mm-hmm. hmm She looked
0: amazing, and this lady does not age, and one of the best actresses in the game, actors in the game. All right, next we have the creative Abbott Elementary, Quinta, uh, Quinta Brunson. Was she a hit or miss?
1: Quinta was definitely a hit. I saw her in person. She's so tiny, and I, I felt like that the, whoever designed it knew exactly how to give her the silhouette with the combination and contrast of the red and the black, along with the lace and, and the silk. She just looked absolutely darling, absolutely darling, and her makeup was flawless. I say definitely a hit.
2: Q? Um, I'm going to say she's a hit. I. Personally, i am not a huge fan of the dress. I could have did without the pom pom at the bottom. I would have loved to have seen it go sleek and just all the way down to the ground. But the the, the pom pom does, you know, make it different and give us something to talk about. So, shouts out to Quinta.
0: I usually don't like those kind of dresses, like the mermaid dresses. But she looked good. It looked good on her. It gave her since she's so short, she accentuated her curves. Yeah,
2: it really made mm-hmm. it look long.
0: All right, how about Billy Porter? Was he a hit or a miss? Um,
1: I saw Billy Porter when he did the step and repeat. He was a big, big deal. It was almost like a contraption on him. But I got to tell you, the the color was amazing. The fabric was amazing. Um, um But, yeah, let's stay. Let's keep it right there for me. Thank you.
2: Am I the only one that's at the point with Billy Porter like, all right, we get it?
1: No, you know, no, like, no, no. I think we're all on board
2: with like, you. like, all right, we get it. Like, you know, you're fluid. You do the gender bending thing. Like, you know, it, it, it's it's not shocking anymore um, when he shows up. You know, and listen, I, I stand for what he's done in terms of breaking down gender barriers and and, and his advocacy. Uh, but at this point, I think it probably would be more shocking to the general public if he showed up in a nice sleek suit
0: that would <laughs> you be know, shocking <laughs> you that know would get them all the press in the world they'd be like oh my right. god he's wearing a customs tailored suit so let I, me tell you
1: his stuff looks so it looks so expensive guys i just wanted to take the whole back of that train and like re like some chairs of mine in my house everything is so rich it's so beautiful but it is a lot
0: i don't like it you guys i don't i don't i I like gender norms, I do. Call me old fashioned and yep, I am. I don't like it, I don't like, I don't like it. I don't like it, I don't like it. He did the dress, he did that same thing in like black before, right? A different color?
2: Yeah, I yeah. think the, the thing for me, it's just, it's 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 just done already, Billy. Like, we it. Get it. you know, it, it's done.
0: And I don't um, think that one was a shocking or a bit better one than the first, the first one was like fitted better. It was more of a like, damn. Listen, that-
2: in fairness, outside of me being done, it is a hit, it, he, he flawlessly executed it. I mean, the color is nice, the lapel is nice. You can tell it's nicely constructed. So I'm gonna give him a hit, um, but I'm just kind of over it because you keep hitting this same note. I'd like to see him hit another note.
0: Pants, pants would be amazing on him. We, we Have we seen that yet?
2: No, <laughs> but that the, train, the, the, the train jacket thing is like, you've hit that note 17 times already.
0: Okay, let's get into this. Uh, let's get into Jennifer Hudson, hit or miss.
1: Jennifer Hudson was absolutely beautiful in that gold. It really just snatched her body. Jennifer's body's looking great. Her arms are looking great. She looked happy. I, I say, I say definitely a hit. Q
2: hit. Al killed it.
0: Okay, uh, last but not least, Al Reynolds. <laughs> <Hit or miss. laughs>
2: Al was a hit. He gave it Jiminy Cricket realness, but I loved it. I loved the whole high socks, short tuxedo thing. I liked it.
1: Thank you, Q. He's such a friendly person. I It was a hit, obviously. I thought it was a hit.
0: Uh, I'm going to go. It was a hit from the waist down, from the waist down, uh, waist up, from the waist down. I don't know what the hell that was, Al Reynolds. But we're going to talk about that on Friday. Thank you so much for my co host, Al Reynolds, Al Red Carpet Reynolds, and Funky Don Stick around for a kitchen talk, and we'll see y'all on Friday. Bye, y'all. That's
2: what <laughs>